Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Well, here we are, everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J, the morning after daylight savings. It's the 14th day of March, 2022. It is a Monday. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody. There's Big J. Hey, how are we holding up, Big J? Well, so far, so good. All right. I don't want to jinx anything, but you were dreading this week. You warned everybody this week was going to be terrible. By the way, bad week to have our corporate overlords in town. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Thanks for that setup. Sorry. I'm just giving no, you No, I mean, I know up. it wasn't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is uh, officially Daylight Savings. Maybe that inspires me to just, you know, get over it. Could be. I mean, is that all it takes? Just I, to I do know. a little bit of mental gymnastics sure. to get over something? Sometimes. Yeah, I know. Weird how, how the body can do mind over matter sometimes, right? Yeah. But hopefully it is a tolerable day for you. Today is going to be the ass kicker of all of them, I think. You know, I mean, granted, technically daylight savings time transitioned from Saturday into Sunday, but you don't have to get up early usually. Now, granted, there are certainly plenty of people that make the world go round that work on the weekends, but when the alarm goes off on Monday is really when daylight savings time starts to hit you right between the eyes. And here's what really hurts, is that getting into the car and driving here to work, it says (laughs) 2.30... Instead of 3.30. I would, and that is like a yeah. stark realization of what hell I belong in now. When uh, when I was taking uh, my kids home last night, I was like, I better change my car clock like stat so I don't get that, you know, mind F that early in the morning. And so it's exactly what I did. But you're right. That's really where you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is supposed, this is not normal. What are we doing? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, so hopefully you can power through it. Over the course of the day, but yes, today's going to be one of those dragon-ass kind of days, and hell, it might be one of those weeks. Who knows? It's called National Nap Day. Oh, that already sounds good. Don't say Ran. that at the 6 o'clock. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, it, it, it's a, there's a good reason why you're very, very tired today, and that probably will continue. But then you'll get used to it as we do all things, and slowly but surely, it won't be as bad as it is today. Today on the show, Big J has a bearded badass for you. I am going to ask for some assistance from you, the ex-listeners, and we also have a chance for you to go check out a concert this weekend. Uh, Friday night, Dragon Force is swinging on into town at the Knitting Factory. We've got your tickets to that covered over the course of the program today. Lots of sports news to talk about, too. Uh, We will try to keep that to a minimum because we do know it's the Achilles heel of the Treasure Valley, but it does actually some important sports news revolves around the treasure valley so maybe that ups the interest level a little bit question mark big chip yeah perhaps we shall see uh we'll find out here in a few when we get started with important stuff but let's get started with some music presidents of the united states of america and lump kicking things off here on the morning after with nick and big j on the x rocks with nick and big j well, the Mount West tournament for the Boise State men's basketball team began with a nail-biter against Nevada. They needed them to miss a wide-open three to advance into the second round, and that happened, and it ended with a nail-biter on Saturday in the championship game against San Diego State, where they needed the Aztecs to miss a couple of game-winning shots, or attempts anyway, at the buzzer to move on, and they did. Now, that's definitely a credit to the Broncos' defense. 
and how they set up. Maybe not so much against Nevada because he did have a wide open three, but it certainly was really, really, really a huge part in their game against San Diego State on Saturday. That defense stepped up like a mug, and they win 53-52, your final score on Saturday. They got their very first Mount West Tournament Championship in school history, their first conference championship since they won the WAC back in 2008. So congratulations to Leon Rice and the crew. It was a hell of a game. It's the 12th time this season the Broncos won a game by six points or less. And it was a hell of a run by this uh, team. The freshman, Tyson Degenhart, ended up leading all Broncos scores with 13 points. He had four rebounds and two assists, but Emmanuel Acott was your MVP. Only had 10 points in the win, but the senior forward uh, ended up uh, really dominating down inside on the defensive side in that particular game and had a fantastic tournament as well. So he was named the uh, most valuable player in the tournament following his final conference bout as a Bronco. And so now... We figure out where the Broncos go in March Madness, and that is to Portland, which is kind of where everybody thought they wouldn't go, only because it's so close. And usually when you're an eight seed, which is what the Broncos are, you're not granted a game that's that close to where you usually play. But listen, man, it's not that far for you to make a road trip yeah. to, road to Portland to cheer on the Boise State Broncos as they take on Memphis, which is a team that they have some history with. This is the team that knocked them out of the NIT last year and ended their season. So maybe it's a little bit of a rematch. Maybe it's a chance for revenge for your Broncos. And then if all holds chalk, it could be a battle of the number one overall seed, Gonzaga, who's the number one seed in that region, taking on the Broncos in the second round. This will be the first time Leon Rice, of course, wow, plays his old team where he it, came from. It's almost set up for Crazy Cinderella. Well, listen. Right? It, well, yes. Think about it. It would Come have on. to be a Cinderella story. It would have to be, and it would be awesome. But just imagine the storyline if the Broncos were able to get past Memphis and beat Gonzaga. It would be insane. Yes, it would be absolutely that. But, you know, these storylines are the stuff that the selection committee lives on. Yeah. And you know they knew that going in. And, and that's, that's why the they probably put Boise State in that bracket instead of San Diego State. Right. Because that was the big thing. Everybody, a lot of people were upset about that. Well, they're upset that the Broncos only got an eight seed. But yeah. it, it probably, I mean, because because they did, they did win the conference championship outright in the regular season and then won the tournament and had a fantastic year. But, you know, this puts them in the committee's eyes in the top 32 teams in the country, which is kind of where the, I mean, the, don't forget the Broncos have kind of... The Mount West, if we're being honest, has been disrespected as a conference all year long. I mean, you know, there's been a couple of teams that have been ranked in the low 20s, never the Broncos, who pretty much have led wire to wire in that conference and then win the conference championship. But the Broncos were never ranked in the top 25 this year, and so they just couldn't crack that code. So I, I feel like I was thinking they were going to get a 7 or an 8, and I'll take an 8 seed in Portland over a 7 seed in, like, Milwaukee any day of the week, if we're being honest. Yeah. So... So I feel like even though you may feel a little upset by the overall number ranking, you got to be happy with where they're playing and you got to feel like it gives them a chance to maybe make a little bit of a run here. Now, the Broncos, they're in unprecedented territory, of course. It's been a long time since they played in the tournament. It's their highest seed in, you know, team history. So even though it's an eight seed, it's still, you know, usually they're, they're akin to having to play the stupid play-in game in order to get into the tournament. But this time they're dancing no matter what. And now they got to make sure they show up and uh, beat a team that had their way with them last year and really earn their way into that second round and then see if they can't play a really... Now, listen, don't don't make no mistake. We're talking upset, but that Gonzaga team is really, really good. Yep. Really good. They're the number one overall seed in the tournament for a reason. 
So tough road lies ahead, but I, I feel like they got a chance against Memphis. I like him against Memphis, as a matter of fact. So we'll see what ends up happening, but congratulations to the Broncos men's basketball team. Hell of a tournament, and now they're dancing that game, by the way, on Thursday. So get ready to live. Less than six weeks after he retired, guess who's back, Big J? Uh, Tom Brady. That's correct. Uh, he changed his mind. He basically, I, I'm not sure if he was forced into this. I kind of think he was. Not forced into the decision, but forced into releasing information Sunday night. Because there was video of him at a soccer game talking to Ronaldo after the game. And it was very clear video of Ronaldo asking him if he was done. And Brady kind of going, eh, And then everybody kind of went, that clip went viral. And the Tom Brady released a statement like three hours later. It was like, all right, guys, I'm coming back. And he's not going to play for the 49ers like everybody for some reason thought he was going to. He's under contract to Tampa Bay. He said he's coming back to the Bucks, And, of course, Tampa Bay is very much happy to have him back in the fold. And Bruce Arian says, let's go. So, huzzah. Tom Brady will be playing in uh, the NFL next year at 44 years old. So, I'm sure he'll do just fine. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, I guess he had all he could handle of his family. Yeah, two months is good enough, man. Uh, you put in your time. Go back to work. Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins has agreed to a one-year $35 million. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. What a uh, bunch of losers. But that puts him through the, with the team through 2023. Uh, Cousins will earn $40 million next year, $30 million in 2023. He has to be, he has to be the, the QB here in the last, I don't know, 10 years or that's made the most the money that dude has made is insane yeah, he, well I mean yeah because he was franchise taken in Washington forever before signing a ridiculously huge contract with Minnesota and they have done nothing with him and for some reason they continue to want to pay him 40 million I don't get it I don't know I don't know why they don't just move on but hey listen uh, Kirk Cousins apparently knows what he's doing at least his agent does I don't know somebody I mean it's not like they're making the playoffs <laughs> with him so why the hell not just start over but whatever Hey, congratulations to the Batman. Another number one weekend at the box office for weekend number two. $66 million for the movie. Uncharted, the second movie at the box office, $10 million. There was a BTS movie. I did not know that, but that came in at number three. Dog 4 and Spider-Man No Way Home comes in at number five, but a pretty big weekend at the box office, all led by the Batman, of course. Is Harvey Danger? That is Flagpole Sitta here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm going to ask for the help of the Treasure Valley only if they're willing to give it. But uh, it's gosh, in six months, Big J, I'm going to be 45 years old, and in my entire life, I have never had a massage. Uh, Ever any massage of any kind? I mean, you know, in relationships, I've had a girlfriend or wife rub my shoulders. Yes. But, like, I've never had any no, kind of... No, I of, mean professional massage. No, never. Never. In your life. God, I was just saying to the wife yesterday, I'm like, I need a massage. And uh, and so, I, I... And the reason why I bring this up is because, you know, uh, about two months ago, I had surgery. Uh, and I'm finally starting to feel better in that particular area of my body after battling allergic reactions and infections and things like that. And so now, uh, but, you know, for the last two months, because of that and recovery, I've had to sleep and sit and stand in very specific positions because you're trying to promote healing and things like that. And what I realized when I woke up on Saturday is my lower back is wrecked. Like, I am... It's just... 
it's a mess because I'm I'm usually somebody that sleeps on my stomach, and after surgery, surgery, that's just not something that you can do. And so I've been sleeping in position, or at least attempting to sleep in positions that are incredibly uncomfortable to me mm-hmm. and uh, and foreign to me as well. And then you know I can only sit in a particular way, and like you know it, it, I had to like scoot strangely in order to get up because you know you know engaging your core is not something that's great when you have a bunch of stitches in it. And so it's been a hard two months, and now my back is starting to weigh, I guess, to carry that weight. And it's starting to really uh, affect me, and I was, like, barely able to walk on Saturday. It wasn't good. And so I I tried. (laughs) I don't know what happened, but Facebook used to have a recommendations thing, like, where you could ask for help. And I looked everywhere, and it disappeared. So I don't know what happened to it. I searched for it, and I couldn't find it. It said, here's where you go for it, and it wasn't there. So I don't know if it's just my profile or what. But either way, I'm asking for your help. If there is somebody that you know that does massages that you would recommend that I can go and check out. Uh, Again, I'm completely new to the process. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand. I do know that I don't think I want deep tissue, which is the stuff that's like really hard and painful, right? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's it's painful. It probably would be to me. I would say that wouldn't be your best route to begin. Right. I I, I, I want somebody that clearly knows what they're doing, but I I clearly need some work here because it just doesn't feel good. I I just don't picture you... Wait, what? What? You know, just being able to, because you, uh, I just, uh, I don't know, uh, just, you know, having people touch you. That's part of the reason why I, I haven't had it. I'm not, I'm not incredibly uh, comfortable in that. I certainly, certainly, uh, I don't want to get undressed in front of anybody, let alone myself. But that's part of it. And then the other part of it is, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, having a stranger place their hands on me is not. Is not in not my comfort zone, but I'm willing to try to overcome those mental barriers that I have placed because I am in a significant amount of pain and I want it to go away. Yeah. And so I am open for suggestions. If there's somebody that you know that knows what they're doing or that you go to or that you swear by, the TDS Fiber text line is open. Our phone lines are open. I'm willing to take suggestions. I was going to ask you, but it sounds like you haven't had one in a while. No, I haven't. I was like, I should know a massage therapist, but I don't really I can't think of one. And somebody will be like, duh, I'm a massage therapist, Jay. <laughs> and then they'll jerk. be all hurt, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be like, okay. And then I'll be forced to, like, use their services and... <laughs> Guilted into somebody that you barely <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, but yeah, I, so I'm open for suggestions. And only if you what want to this? give them... What about a, a double massage? What does that we mean? We get massaged next to each no, other. No, 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 no. And that is definitely not happening. I, I, do, I don't want that. <laughs> I do not want that. I don't want a couple's massage with you, Big J. That's for sure. Oh, I thought it was time for that. Oh, well, no, no, no. We have not crossed years almost. <laughs> I mean, we've slept in the same bed, but I have no interest in having a massage with you in the same room as me. And you should not have that interest in me either, if we're being perfectly honest. Well, I just want to be man. able to, you know, it's your first time. Yeah, well, <laughs> hold my hand. I mean, it doesn't sound like there's much that I do. But the other thing I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about is, like, you know, I'm not 100% certain I can lay on my stomach that long because, you know, I'm still healing and stuff like that. So, uh, you they used to have, and I never took advantage of it because, again, I don't like strangers touching me. But remember when we, they used to have like the massage that you, the massage therapist used to come to the yeah, work, yeah. and you could sit in the chair. I think that's kind of what I need, but I feel like they focus more on like the neck and shoulders in that particular massage, don't they? And I need it in the lower back. Yeah. That's where it's well, kicking I mean, my tail. You know, wherever it usually 
They'll hot, ask you. Hot stone massage is great as well. Oh, I don't know what that is. I guess do they actually they do put any hot like stones on you and burn you? Yeah, wonderful. Uh, I'm open for suggestions, except uh, no pain and no burning. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. We'll have a bearded badass for you. That's next on the X Rocks. The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And the Beardsmith is your total beard solution. You can check out the website, thebeardsmith.com, and uh, you can schedule up an appointment there, buy your beard grease, whatever you need to do. They've got it at thebeardsmith.com. So today's Beard of Badass has shown some pretty diverse beard looks from closely manicured to wild man, even at one point being nicknamed by myself, Mustachio. After his appearance at an X session during his stint as guitarist for Stone Sour, I'm talking about the one and only Jim Root, otherwise known as number four in the band Slipknot. So, born in Las Vegas, Root found himself growing up in Iowa and, like the aforementioned Slipknot, found his musical journey beginning in Iowa as well. In 1995, Root found himself playing guitar in the band called Stone Sour. Uh, three years later, Corey Taylor put Stone Sour on hold after joining up with Slipknot. And then a year later, Original Slipknot guitarist John Brainerd left the band. Corey invited Root to join them, and thus number four was born. Uh, throughout his time at Slipknot, he's played both rhythm and lead guitar and did much of the writing for All Hope is Gone and number five, The Grey Chapter. Then in 2002, Stone Sour made a return, and so did Root and Taylor. And from 2002 to 2013, Stone Sour put out five albums on top of the numerous Slipknot albums and abruptly... Jim Root was asked to leave Stone Sour. At the time, he said he wasn't his decision and he wasn't happy about it, but at the same time, he wasn't having a great uh, time with some of the creative choices the band was making. His relationship with Taylor was strained, but managed to work itself out during the recording of Slipknot's next two albums. Uh, when he isn't busy creating epic riffs, he loves tinkering in the garage on his motorcycles and his car collection. Jim Root is a delightful person and has had a massive presence on stage and is one hell of a bearded badass. Yeah, he's, what, he's like eight feet, three inches tall? He's very tall. He's a tall drink of water, that Jim Root. But also one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet and uh, really great to talk to, great conversationalist, uh, fun dude. We've interviewed him a bunch of times, even uh, caught him on the bus yep. uh, out of Rock on the Range and just a, a really cool dude to hang out and talk with. He is, and uh, it, uh, it's always uh, fun to get a chance to spend time. I wish he was doing some other stuff. Uh, who knows what will happen one day after Slipknot, but he's his musical tastes are a little different than you might expect. He's kind of all over the place, very more, much more eclectic than just your standard metal guitarist. Was he one of the members of Slipknot that you ran into on the road when you were road tripping yeah, with your Yeah, buddy? absolutely. So a friend of mine and I went to a, a Slipknot show in Washington years and years ago, and uh, we were going to stay at this hotel hotel which was about you know five miles from the venue and there were some guys out riding uh, some uh, some scooters and I noticed uh, my friend Stan's pickup and and his license plates were if you're 555 and they took great interest in the truck and uh, one of those guys was Jim Root and I was like oh my god that's Jim Root did you know that right away like, did you spot him, or is uh, this before you like spent time with him? I, I, I kind of, I knew it took me a second to recognize him, but yeah, once I did, it, it was it, he was still around, and we were we all sitting there BSing. So, and now you're what best friends? No, oh. I wish. Morning Mustachio. after with Nick and Big J. There's your bearded badass, courtesy of Big J and the Beardsmith. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Full disclosure, Big J, I, I cannot comment on this story because I've never partaken, nor do I have a Costco card. I've been, 
but I do not have a Costco membership, and I know you do. Yeah. And you go off fairly regularly. Agree yeah. or disagree? I do. One of the things that you have told me on several different occasions is how good the food court there is to Costco. And yep. you try to make a run every time, or not every time you go, I suppose, but, or maybe you do. I don't know. Is it every time? No, not lately. But one of the things that makes Costco's food court, I guess, a big one is their hot dogs. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yeah. Uh, you, of course, can get a hot dog and a soda at the Costco food court for a buck fifty, which has always been the price. It continues to be the price, and that's why a lot of people get it. But apparently, people are upset because, you know, a lot of people have considered the pandemic over, if you will, Big J. You know, there's a lot less concern about COVID, despite there still being some positive cases out there. It certainly isn't making the impact it was this time two years ago. But... There are some people that are still very upset that COVID's imprint is still there. In fact, it is still there in the Costco food court because and a lot of people have noted that there still are no onions on their hot dogs at the, uh, at the, at the Costco. Okay. Now, I may do some full disclosure. What's that? So Saturday, I was at Costco. <laughs> yes. And it was, I hadn't had any breakfast, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit this hot dog. You actually had a hot dog? Yeah, I did. <laughs> And I'm like, God, they still don't have the onions out. Damn it. <laughs> so but, you were also upset about it. Here's here's why it makes little to no sense to me. <laughs> because they have now returned the other uh, condiments. So the ketchup, the mustard, and the relish is all there in pump form. There's literally nothing stopped. I mean, there's... Well, I guess maybe the way they're served. Because you said all of that is in pump form. The onions are just no, out there, no, right? No, 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 no. But the Costco onions used to have like this... Crank what? Yeah, what? it was crank? it was like a box, and you would crank it, what? and it would pop out shredded onions. <laughs> Do they still? Uh, uh, maybe you don't know because you don't. I don't know if you buy so produce the there. Bolt, the thing that holds the box on is empty, but the bolt is still there. Okay. Do they sell onions at Costco? Are there onions there to purchase? Uh, yeah. Produce everything. Then how come they don't do it? I guess is my question. I, I'm not sure. I don't see the difference between that and the other condiment stuff that they have available currently. You know what? And to be fair, it, that's exactly what a lot of people are saying. They're not exactly sure why Costco removed the topping, but uh, they did say they noticed it kind of first as part of pandemic safety measures, and then it just never kind of came back. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna come back. And so a Costco representative said, "Quote." While you have been missing the onions on our hot dogs, we don't have a time frame when they will be returning, but they will be returning, just so you know. Also, another complaint. Go ahead. The deli mustard is missing. So they had they just two had the mustard yellow options. Mustards? Yeah. <laughs> so you're a deli mustard. Do you put everything on it? Like, do you go hard because and Because there's no deli mustard, which I would just use the deli mustard previously, I put... I put ketchup on my hot dog the other day. So uh, and listen, I, that's usually all I put on my hot dog. I don't care that's... what people think. Uh, but you, so you go deli mustard. Do you put the relish on there too? No. Okay. And so then deli onions. mustard, onions, and do you put ketchup too, or not usually? No, no, not usually. So you're a mustard, onion, and hot dog guy. Yeah. And they had neither of the two condiments that you put. So were you just ketchup only this time Ke- around? No, ketchup and mustard. Okay, ketchup and then the yellow mustard this time around. Uh, did you? Sir, was it still good? Yes. Was cool. it yeah, still it's worth a dollar yes. fifty? All right. So. Uh, I had well, a diet Pepsi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that technically was your breakfast question, right? Yep. Less than six weeks after he announced his retirement, Tom Brady changed his mind, revealing yesterday he will be returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next season, his 23rd in the NFL. The 44-year-old quarterback announced he was coming back, and everybody seems to be happy, except the Tom Brady haters. Uh, I'm not ex- 
totally surprised by this, but I guess I'm surprised it's so quick. You know what I mean? Like, uh, two months is a pretty quick turnaround. But I prefer that as opposed to, like, holding the team hostage. But I hope this doesn't turn into a Brett Favre situation where he retires and unretires every single offseason. That would get a bit, you know, tiring to me. But we'll see what happens. Either way, he's coming back for next season, uh, making Big J very happy. Your Boise State Broncos are headed to the big dance. They will be taking on Memphis in the first round of the men's NCAA tournament. They will play Memphis on Thursday, and they, if they win, they'll advance to take on the winner of the Gonzaga versus 16 bracket. The games are in Portland. By the way, your number one seeds, Gonzaga, Kansas, uh, defending national champion Baylor, and Arizona in the 6018 bracket. The tournament technically begins tomorrow and Wednesday with the first four playing games, but you know as well as I do, those games don't count. I don't care what they say. Uh, the tournament starts on Thursday. South Carolina named the overall top seed in the women's tournament. They were joined by uh, North Carolina State, Stanford, and Louisville in the 60-18 bracket. That Those games will be held on Wednesday and Thursday, the playing games, and then the tournament begins on Friday for the women's side of the bracket. There was a trade in baseball. Yankees acquired former American League MVP Josh Donaldson from the Twins yesterday. They traded catcher Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela, the third baseman, to uh, to Minnesota. Of course, Donaldson's a third baseman himself, so the Yankees bolstered their lineup as spring training is set to get underway this week. May a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest, William Hurts. The Oscar winner passed away at the age of 71. His 72nd birthday was just one week away. Uh, his son, Will, announced the news of his passing and said he passed uh, surrounded by family and by natural causes. Uh, the family requests privacy at this time. Of course, he was a very big movie star in the 80s. He won Best Oscar Actor roles for his Oscar, or Oscar for his roles in Kiss the Spider Woman, uh, Children of a Lesser God, and Broadcast News. Uh, he was nominated for Academy Award for History of Violence in 2005, nominated for Golden Globes for Altered State back in 1980. Of course, he was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that's really where I think this generation of movie fans know him. And the question becomes, what will Marvel do? Because they were clearly setting up him for uh, return after the Black Widow movie. Yeah. And so the question becomes, you know, what do they do with that character who is a big part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And, the, you know, I'm sure that's not what they're worried about right now, but it is one of those deals where they have to be thinking about it. He survived by four children, so rest in peace, William Hurt, uh, passing away at 71 years old over the week. 100.3, the X rocks. I would say this qualifies as a bad weekend in Las Vegas, as that's where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Uh-oh. Unmanned or unnamed man goes into Vegas for the weekend. Single dude partying up with his brothers, having a good time. Decides, you know what? It's Vegas. What happens here stays here, right? Vegas, baby. I'm single. Why don't I go on one of these fancy little dating apps and see if there's anybody around Vegas who wants to have a little fun? And so he does that. <laughs> and right. sure enough, he matches with somebody. 21-year-old woman named Nika. They go out, they have a good time. He says, hey, listen, I splurged. I got myself a 14th floor room at the Sunset Station. I think they were on sale for like $49 a night. You want to come up to my room a little bit? Have some fun. And so she says, yeah. Now, these dating apps can be good for a lot of stuff. But unfortunately, one thing they don't have, Big J, is a sanity test. And maybe they should. Because you don't always know who you're matching with on these little things. You understand what I'm telling you? Right. And so they decide to go up to the Sunset Station room and engage in adult activities. 
And that's when Nika says she likes things a little kinky if he wouldn't mind, you know, putting on a blindfold. And he says, yeah, sure, why not? No, man, this is classic. Next thing you know, Big J, he starts to feel a real sharp pain in his neck. Uh, That's because she has pulled a knife out of her purse and decided to start stabbing him twice in the neck and shoulder area. Uh, to as she started screaming out, quote, this is for the injustices. Now, he does not know what she means. Uh, she does not go into further detail. statement. Uh, but he knows that he has been stabbed twice. Luckily, uh, a couple of the neighboring rooms heard the screams of the man being stabbed, started pounding on the door, which caused her to, I guess, stop doing whatever the rest of her plan was and bail out of the room. But... Police were able to figure out footage uh, of her leaving and chase her down and able to arrest her. He is in the hospital in stable condition with two stab wounds, one to his neck, the other to his shoulder. But he is going to be, I guess, all things considered, okay. She has been arrested and charged with uh, attempted murder, two counts of battery, burglary of a business. I'm not sure what that's for, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't know if she, like, took, like, a towel on her way out or something. She grabbed a lamp. (laughs) Grabbed the remote control for the TV as she fled the scene. Uh, but she did say she only wanted to hurt him and did not want to kill him. So she's very upset that she's charged with attempted murder. Because uh, it was not her uh, goal to murder somebody. But then again, if you don't want to murder somebody, don't stab him. Yeah, I wonder what is more upsetting to him. That that he got stabbed in the neck, he had to go to the hospital, or the day didn't finish the way he'd planned. Good point. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it depends on the situation. So... Uh, I'm not sure what led to this or why, and she's not given a whole lot of information, but it just goes to show you that, listen, not every match that you make on Tinder is going to be a good one. I mean, she waited for the crazy to come out until the the end. Yeah. Now, listen, I I don't know if there were red flags or warning signs leading up to it. I'm guessing there might have been, but, you know, sometimes you're blinded by the uh, finish line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this gal may be a little off or this dude may be a little off, but you know what? I still might be able to have a little fun and a reminder that it's not always worth it. Yeah. Be careful out there. Sometimes you got to cut your losses and sometimes that Tinder match isn't perfect. So, yeah, be careful, everyone, in more ways than one. You never know how that's going to work out. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Nirvana, the man who sold the world thing. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Of course, yesterday was Selection Sunday. We've talked about the Boise State Broncos going into the tournament as an eight seed, going up against Memphis, uh, the nine seed. That's happening Thursday in Portland, which means it's got a lot of people, at least around here in the Treasure Valley, I think more excited in the tournament than they have been in a very long time, which may mean that in your place of work, it's time for a bracket pull, Big J. You understand? Oh yeah. Now we, we haven't have here anymore, we haven't done so. one of those in years around this part because you know I was thinking about it, I'm like why don't we? But then I started remembering that really if you break it down, I think you and I may be the only sports fans in this building that are left. Maybe Zach, maybe Brooke, but like that's it. Nobody else really is a Randy. is a sports fan. Yeah, but Randy doesn't come in, so right. uh, we're really the only ones left in the building. But the other part of it is, do you? Rem- 
remember when, because, yeah, you talked about how Pete used to run these, and then for a while we had a fantasy football uh, work thing going on that was very big and very popular. And then when the gentleman that ran it retired and moved on, uh, we tried taking over for a year, and I tried uh, being it, and I think I I had to chase down – everybody for the money and then i still think 80 dollars came out of my pocket because yeah. people didn't pay me and so that's when i decided you know what i'm not going to be in charge of any of that anymore so i don't think we're going to have a bracket pool around here but that doesn't mean you're not going to have one at work so if you're a first timer or if you're somebody that plays on the regular maybe you need a little bit of an advantage going into the pool how you actually come out on top and we have a mathematician big j that's come up with some tips in sports analytics that can give you the edge in your pool. Would you like to know some of the tips? Yeah, man. Number sure. one, don't pay attention at all to anybody's record uh, because none of that matters. Everybody's zero and zero right now. And so instead of looking at how many times a team has won a game, focus on how well that that team has played on the road because that's where all of these games are going to be played in most cases and how they've played against good teams because everybody going into this, this actual tournament is going to be a fairly good team. Uh, Number two, he says, timing is everything. This has always been my kind of like uh, cheat in the uh, tournament pools. And I look at a team that's hot going in. I love picking teams that actually win their conference tournament to do something in the actual tournament itself. Maybe not go all the way, but I do make sure that, especially teams that maybe I haven't heard of, that went on a decent run to go into this thing, they have a chance to pull off an upset because teams that are hot usually end up staying that way at least for a couple of games unless they go up against the behemoth and so that could help you in the early rounds number three he says find the cinderellas and this is what you were talking about with the boise state team teams that are likely to create turnovers that are very good on defense that give up few turnovers and have a high percentage of three pointers made they're the ones that are going to benefit in a tournament like this so that's what you look for in cinderellas now granted you don't want to look at the record too much but if they're a really hot three-point team and they have great defense that that's what makes a Cinderella more so than anything else. And so that's something that you got to pay attention to. And finally, and this is where it's going to be hard, guys. Don't let your emotions guide your bracket if you want to win money. Uh, if you have a hatred for a particular team, like everybody seems to hate Duke, that can come back and bite you in the ass. Or if you're somebody that is just going to pick the Broncos to win the championship, you might as well just give somebody your 20 bucks right yeah. now. I mean, not to say that we don't want that to happen, but you're letting your Listen, heart take over. That's when you have multiple brackets and Correct. you want to, you know, fulfill your fantasy. Sure, you can do that. Nothing wrong with having a couple of brackets going in there and then having the Broncos go on a run. That's fantastic, and of course, we all want that. And you never know; it absolutely, 100% positively could happen. But you can't let your emotions guide you. Uh, you can if you're just in there to have a little bit of fun. If you don't really care, that's fine. But sometimes if you're going to a big enough workplace or you're with enough people, there's some serious money involved in a pool. Uh, I remember I won the office pool around here one year, and I was not complaining about it. It was the year the Syracuse won the national championship. and I, They were a hot team going in. They had won the Big East tournament. I thought they were going to go all the way. I picked them to go all the way, and that helped me win the bracket around here. And that's sometimes how you do it. But I've got no allegiance towards Syracuse. I was just kind of following my gut a little bit. And believe me, there's plenty more years where I have uh, crapped out than I did actually do well in these things. But if you're going to fill out a bracket, I say best of luck to you. And hopefully you win money and maybe these tips will help. 
you never know. And yeah. we all could use a little bit of extra cash, right, Big J? Definitely. Put it in your fuel tank. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff. Hold tight for that. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's getting harder and harder to see some places stay open because they're having difficulty finding workers. But unemployment is comically low, Big J. There are a lot of places that are looking for people, but there aren't a lot of people that are looking for work. And one of the reasons that is the case is because we could be a little bit more picky as to which jobs we take. You understand? Yeah. And with unemployment so low, people have a lot more choice about where they go, where they want to work. And a new poll found that about one third of Americans say, you know what? I'm not even going to think about taking a job unless I can work remotely full-time or at least have a hybrid remote arrangement with my job. That's 35% of us that say, I'm not even applying for a job unless that's the case, especially if I'm already working because that's the kind of upgrade that I'm looking for. Even though the pandemic is now waning, the one poll survey additionally found that one in five remote workers expects to be back in an office five days a week. However, more workers prefer to be in on the office just some of the time now. With about 59% of us preferring a hybrid work setup and kind of like, you know, doing being able to go at home or do the work from home, as well as going into the office a little bit if we want to. Now, there was a difference by type of work. 50% of employees in the tech or computer science favor a hybrid environment, while 54% of us in like arts or entertainment prefer being completely in office because that's how you interact with other people. So that becomes a thing. But it is interesting that we like it that much or want it that much. So much so that it actually, you know, is a factor in whether or not we apply for a gig or not. So that is pretty interesting to me. Now, whether or not there are a ton of those jobs out there, I don't know. I mean, hybrid jobs seem, I would think, to be a little bit more difficult to find than either full-time remote or full-time in office. Yeah. But we're also in an environment now where you can afford to be picky if you want to. If you have a full-time job and you're looking around for another one, you are allowed to be picky. That's how the world works, I suppose. Supply and demand. Seems to be the case, for sure. We've talked about this before, but you would not prefer a remote environment, right? You enjoy the coming into the office thing. Yeah. Uh, do you? Can you see yourself doing a remote thing? There was a time where you thought that would be a good thing, but having tried it, you don't enjoy it very much? No. Is it just the interaction with other people that yeah, you miss? Yeah, the structure of just, you know, being somewhere, doing something. Oh, right. It makes you feel like you actually are accomplishing something if you get out of bed yeah. and leave the house kind yeah. of a thing. That makes sense. That This is a mental game as much as it is a convenience game sometimes. Tom Brady is coming back to play football. He has changed his mind. He unretired last night. He'll be coming back to play his 23rd season in the NFL, and he will be playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, There were some thoughts that he might come back, but not for the Buccaneers, but that appears to be not the case at all. He says he's all for going back to Tampa Bay, so he'll be back on the field for his 44th year on this earth. Pretty impressive. Gonzaga is your number one overall seed in the men's tournament. The Broncos get in as an eight seed. They'll be taking on Memphis in the first round, the nine seed in Portland. That game is Thursday. If they do win in advance, there's a very good option that they could be taking on that number one seed, Gonzaga. Kansas defending national champion Baylor and Arizona, the other number one seeds in the 68-team bracket. The playing games are tomorrow and Wednesday, and then the tournament officially begins on Thursday. 
LeBron James on Sunday became the first player in NBA history with at least 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and at least 10,000 assists in his career. He needed two assists to reach that milestone. He got those in the second quarter of the Lakers' 140-111 to loss to the Phoenix Suns. He's a very good player. The Lakers are terrible this year, though, and probably not going to go to the playoffs or going to need that goofy little playoff tournament thing that they uh, decided to start last year if they're going to want to see if they make it into the actual bracket at themselves couple of season three no news for you for some very popular television shows the third season of the boys will be released on amazon prime on june 3rd they had a nice little preview trailer over the weekend that was very violent and very vulgar but that is that show in a nutshell carl urban is back uh with billy butcher and the whole crew is coming back that should be a lot of fun to watch and then variety reported that netflix released a trailer for the third season of the umbrella academy and that show will begin on june 22nd and that will get netflix people very very excited to watch season three of that show do you watch either either of these no how come uh let's see uh no interest in the umbrella uh, thing at all but I, i should like the boys yes and, you know, I watched the majority of the first season. I don't know what about it. It just didn't really grab me. And I don't know if it was too violent. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense that I don't like it. Yeah, and listen, the Umbrella Academy is really good, too. I, I would like, I mean, I know you're not going to. But I think it's because of the connection to Gerard yeah, Way yeah. that you don't want I hate him. Weird. So weird. But uh, two very good shows and glad that they're coming back. So that will take up some of your summer view. Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we got tickets here. Dragon Force going to be in town on Friday at the Knitting Factory. We'll sit you up with those tickets. Uh, you just need to beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. You won't have to jump through the fire and flames to get there. You just have to beat Big J. You understand? Yeah, you don't have to be really good at Guitar Hero. 208 287 1003 is our phone number. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to get your hands on these tickets and to defeat Big J in the process. I wish everybody good luck. Hello, the X. Billy Bob Thornton. You're close. The question was, what's the first guest in the morning after? You'd be right. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, uh, what's your name? Rachel. Rachel, you're up first. Rachel, as promised on Friday, I still have a couple of uh, Johnny Knoxville questions left. So we're going to knock these out of the park. Rachel, Johnny Knoxville is credited alongside Travis Pastrana as a creator of this Daredevil stunt show that started out as a TV series, made a couple of movies, and now tours the country as a live show, including a stop in Boise at Memorial Stadium this July. Oh, my God. Um, ugh. Ridiculousness? Ridiculousness is a good guess. Wrong. That's what it is, though. Ridiculous stunts. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning. Johnny Knoxville is credited alongside Travis Pastrana as a creator of this Daredevil slash stunt show that started out as a TV series, made a couple of movies, and now tours the country as a live show, including a stop in Boise at Memorial Stadium in July. Nitro Circus? Right. Correct. Yeah, Nitro Circus is correct. Big J, which one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did Johnny Knoxville voice in the movie? Oh, man. The Michael Bay movie, by the way. Fairly yeah, recent. Yeah, the, the recent one yeah. that I didn't watch. Uh, let's go with Raphael. Raphael. Wrong. 
No. That is incorrect. Any follow-up of the guess? Leonardo? Yeah. Right. Leonardo. Can you name the other two just for fun? Uh, No. Not right now. (laughs) You can't. can't. No. Okay. Maybe that'll be a question down the road. No. Congratulations, sir. You got yourself tickets to Dragon Force this Friday at the Knitting Factory Concert House. I'm kidding. It's Michelangelo and Donatello. Morning after, with although I could say that and you wouldn't remember a week from now anyway. So, morning after with Nick Listen, and Big J. Pal. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are next on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Beacon, Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing Heating and Mechanicals, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. Headlines are as follows. Medicate me. Don't do it. And market price. Uh, Market price. It's no secret that there are some sky-high prices out there at the gas station, supermarket, etc. But you wouldn't be as surprised, maybe, about what's getting hit worst of all. Lobster, big shit. No, no. The dish was already pricey before the pandemic. But now things are so bad that some restaurants are just plain taking it off the menu. Think $100 for two-pound lobster, Big Jim. Jeez. Lobster rolls aren't just meant to be that expensive, according to uh, the partners at DC restaurants called the Salt Line. It's almost embarrassing to pass that cost on to our guests. A post says that basically it's a microcosm of the U.S. economy because a slew of supply and demand factors are our play. Those include worker shortages among lobster fishermen, a delay in the start of the Canadian season, smaller than usual catch in Maine earlier this year. And so basically, it's crazy how expensive lobster are right now. And you're going to pay for that if you go into a restaurant. So maybe think about something else for dinner, unless you want to pay out the nose for a lobster. And I like lobster, Big Jake, but I don't like $100 lobster. No. You're right. That's, that's a little pricey. Although I was starting to think, I can't remember the last time I had a lobster was. Uh, I think we had some lobster together the last time. It was in Las Vegas. Yeah, and that was, what, three, four, four years ago? Yeah, and that was like a 10-pound lobster, by the way. <laughs> was, was that? Do you remember that? Yes, of course I remember that. I remember that dinner fairly well because uh, we angered a lot of people at that time. <laughs> uh, but that's how it works. We can be loud sometimes, is what it boils down to. Medicate me or don't do it. Medicate me. One in three Americans take over-the-counter pain medication every single day. Big J, are you one of them? No, I don't know. No. That would be ibuprofen or Aleve or anything like that. Not every day. 20% reported taking medication once a day. 12% take it a few times a day. Even so, it's probably a good idea that you know that taking this kind of medication over-the-counter every single day will probably lead to some serious problems down the road. 50%, 57% prefer a preventative approach, but uh, if you take painkillers every day or like ibuprofen or Aleve or any Tylenol, that kind of stuff, every single day, aspirin, these are things that you need to be worried about. It can hurt your liver, it can hurt your kidneys, it can do all sorts of stuff to your internal organs. Now, having them every once in a while, no problem. It's when you're popping, you know, 10 a day or even taking four a day every single day leads up over time. So a reminder, probably not a great idea to do so. So the 35% of us that are doing so every day, probably doing some serious damage down the road. Keep that in mind, everybody. These are meant to be for, you know, every once in a while needs, not every single day.
Wrap it up with don't do it. Big J, nobody, I can't imagine anybody really inviting spiders into their home. But if you have a spider in your home, you probably instantly want to kill it, but that's not a good idea. Some species are great for the indoors and they want to live out happily their lives inside and make more spiders. And they're great for short-term visitors, but sometimes people can get freaked out by spiders. But, you know, usually these spiders are in your house and they aren't aggressive, they aren't dangerous, they're pretty secretive. And they may be providing services like eating pests and some other spiders. So there are some zoologists now that are starting to make a move towards reminding you that, hey, not every spider needs to be killed, bro. Yeah, but I don't want to let it just hang out over here in the in the corner of the the wall, creating a web and all kinds of weird stuff. And it's got spider babies everywhere. Knock it off. Wait, are you seeing spider babies? No, but I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, there are a lot more spiders in all of our homes than we realize, first of all. Let's be clear with that particular statement. They are pretty secretive. They hide in the nooks and crannies, and they don't come out in the open very much. So you're probably not aware as to how many spiders are hanging around your house. What they're saying is some spiders are good and some spiders are bad. And just because they put up a web, Big J, doesn't mean they need to be murdered for it. And maybe knowing which one is which and which ones to keep around to help your home from getting other kind of pests and bugs and insects are a good thing. So hashtag not all spiders is what I'm saying. All right. Morning after with Nick and Big J or what zoologists are saying, really. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That's the latest from Papa Roach. That is stand up here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. It's time for us to stand up against something, right? Yeah, ice cream flavoring has gone too far, okay? We've gone too far. And uh, Van Leeuwen is an ice cream uh, place there uh, based out of Brooklyn. And they're bringing a lineup of seven exclusive flavors to Walmart stores nationwide. Uh, and, and here's what they include, okay? And it's just bananas. This is not bananas, the flavoring. Oh, delicious. That would make sense. Uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream, Nick. Pizza flavored ice cream. No. Hot honey. What? What? Hot honey. It's a very popular, like, that's going to be the thing you're going to hear a lot about here in the next year is hot honey. Okay. Uh, Royal wedding cake. Makes sense to me. Fine. Okay. Bourbon cherries jubilee. That makes sense. Okay. And wild blueberry shortcake. Fine. Uh, also, the uh, new frozen treat that follows that is the launch of Little Debbie ice cream, which again, you all know that's what? fine. That, too. That's a desserty kind of thing. Yes, but this is this is beginning the new trend of. And I, I, I tell you what, I honest to God, I blame Chopped. The the addition the because I, I had never really heard nor would I even dream of savory ice cream until that became a thing. Yeah, the bacon bacon ice cream. But I right. have I have zero interest in anything that is savory or you know that's that's not like dessert hinged in the world. Like everything bagel is a thing too. Everything bagel ice cream. Not interested in any of that, man. First of all, I'm not really big on sweets anyway. So you think I'd like the savory stuff? But there's something that is inherently wrong with food that is not meant to be a dessert in dessert flavored things and also something that is like even cold macaroni and cheese is not appealing to me why would it be a flavor of ice cream i don't understand anything that should be traditionally served hot usually to me should not be a ice cream flavor that doesn't make any sense yeah it's mind-boggling and i'm like i don't i just couldn't you know i mean you have to even if you're to give me a small sample right 
uh, in my diabetic form currently, <laughs> and I'm desperate for form some ice cream. Diabetes. I'm like, yes, oh god, I want the ice cream. I wouldn't take the Kraft macaroni and cheese. And the other reason why I don't want it around me is because I'm. What if it's good? And then I don't. <laughs> and then I'm really, really worried. Like, what if I like macaroni? What does that say about me? Yeah. If I enjoy, because I'm not a huge ice cream fan, but what if I like macaroni and cheese ice cream? And then that like just blows my mind well, of everything I stand for. Gotta, who I am. Then you got to try the pizza ice cream. <laughs> right. No. No. Thank mm, you. Pepperoni pizza no, ice cream. Thank you, man. I don't understand why it's a thing. And listen, it's got to be popular. They're not going to throw it in Walmart if people aren't going to buy it. How about this? How about Dairy Queen? I got an idea for you. Stuffed crust pizza blizzard. Give me that stuffed crust dilly bar now. Show me what that means. I don't understand. But yeah, no, none of that stuff is okay. I don't like any of it. And I can't believe that it's gotten to a point where it's going to be in retail stores nationwide. Yeah. Well, thank God we're uh, once again on the same page here. Feels good to uh, to stand in unison against something that is wrong and <laughs> and should not exist. But this is one of those things that are not okay. Uh, it feels like it's it's done on a dare, and then people are making money on it, and it's very strange and weird. But listen, it's out there if you want to try it. Uh, not you, but me. Vice versa that, and you're good to go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your ice cream update. We got your bad impressions next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Point three, the X. Yeah, bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. We've got tickets to Dragon Force. They're going to be here Friday at the Knitting Factory. So we'll get you squared away with those tickets if you can figure out bad impressions. Which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is. And those Dragon Force tickets are yours. Our number is as follows, 208 287-1003. Give it a call now if you're looking to play a game called Bad Impressions, and we'll see how you do. Hello, the X. Hello, this is Josh. All right, Josh, you're up first, man. Good luck. Running Scared, Throw Mama from the Train, and The Princess Bride, a couple of my early comedy movies. Um. Uh, Let's work, um, let's work through this. Okay. I teamed up with Jack Palance in a couple of movies called City Slickers. Okay. Um, I'll get this. Uh, let's go to the last one. <laughs> I used to host the Oscars all the time, back when award shows were something fun. Ah, uh, God. Okay. Um, I know you're going to tell me to hurry yourself. We can feel your frustration, yeah, Josh. We know one. you know it. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're going to say it. Please don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Come on, Josh. What do oh. you got? What do you need? A crystal ball? Oh, no. Oh, I need true love is what I need. Okay, that's right. Um, I don't know. I failed. All right, Josh. Thank you. Big J did throw in an extra clue there. Did not help, though. Hello, the X. What a nice guy. Hold on. Uh, you there? Yeah. Did you hear the clues, Jay? Billy Crystal. There you go, Billy Crystal. 100% correct. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Dragon Force tickets. And why is Billy Crystal in the news? Well, today's Billy Crystal's birthday. He is uh, 74. He also received last night during the Critics' Choice Awards uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award from uh, Mr. Jimmy Kimmel. 
Nice. Congratulations to uh, Mr. Saturday Night, Billy Crystal. He he's still doing stuff, but I I uh, I don't know if I remember the last thing that I saw Billy Crystal in that was at least fairly recent. But listen, he's got some gems on his resume, man. Do you have a favorite Billy Crystal movie? I mean, uh, I do. I got probably the one I've seen the most of all these is Running Scared. I don't know. I just catch that movie all the time. That's a good movie. Uh, Gregory Hines, right? Yeah. Him and Gregory. <laughs> what do we used to do with Gregory? The ghost of Gregory Hines? Why did we do that? Do you remember? I don't know. I, I know we invented you. him it at was, a blood drive. It was something that Ian and I yes, would, would do. Yes, but it was at the blood drive yes. that it started. I, I don't know how or why. It's one of the <laughs> stupid things. But, uh, yeah, Billy Crystal, uh, I mean, he was always fun. And, and so, yeah, City Slickers also was, was great fun, too. Uh, analyze This, uh, another, uh, do not watch Analyze That, but Analyze This is a very good movie. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Is Grace so called life wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Monday morning? I would say a pretty productive show considering the daylight savings hangover, Big J. Yeah, I'm fighting it though. We got to uh, talk a little bit about the Broncos making the big dance. We gave you some secrets on how to put in your bracket and win yourself some money. Talked about how crazy Tinder dates and matchups can be and. We talked about gross ice cream. I would call that a victory for today. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jake. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, some people uh, got uh, themselves a, a Guinness World Record for hosting a tea party at 21,312 feet above sea level on Mount Everest. Uh, that would be Andrew Hughes. Uh, he's an endurance athlete from Seattle. So uh, congratulations. A key party? A tea getting- party. Oh, oh, that makes they sense. Had, they had uh, a tea and, and probably some sort of uh, scones. Yeah, oh, like a proper English afternoon tea yes. kind of thing? proper English. Uh, you're not a tea fan, are you? No, unless I'm desperate. And you just like need some caffeine in your yeah. body? That's the only way yeah. you drink tea? Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm a Chinese restaurant. I do it uh, if I have a sore throat. It's the only time I drink tea. So do not invite us to your tea parties. We will not come. And we will probably dress inappropriately anyway, if we're being honest. Absolutely. Uh, because you're supposed to get all gussied up for something like that. Do you think they did that up on Everest? No. Yeah, probably not a great they're idea. They're dressed for warmth. Yeah, because it gets cold up there, right? Yes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. We will see you tomorrow with more Dragon Force tickets up for grabs, as well as some streaming dumbass action. We're going to need your help. We'll see you then. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.